The Beginnings of the Beeper Saga, Innovation or Theft. This is Mac Voices. Got gift cards for the holidays, but don't know what to use them for? Check out our Mac Voices Holiday Gift Guide series for some of the best hardware recommendations and why they should be on your post-holiday shopping list. MacVoices.com slash Holiday Gift Guides. All one word, Holiday Gift Guides. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, it's Tuesday night. That means this is Mac Voices Live. We are on YouTube at youtube.com slash TV. We have a number of folks in our chat room. You could be there too. So if you are not within the sound of my voice, which you probably aren't if you're not on YouTube, then mark yourself down for next Tuesday and get in there and join us because we have an awful lot of fun before, during, and after the show. Chuck, technically yes, they are in range of your voice, just not at the same time as you saying things. That's true. That's true. And then there's the other temporal shift that comes with the fact that people are hearing this long after we've recorded it. Well, not Wibbly long wobbly, after, but... Timey-wimey. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> it's going to be one of those nights. Yeah, let's, we got a lot of topics tonight to talk about, folks. Um, so we're just going to jump right in. Uh, first of all, we'll rip around and see who's here and then get to it. Dave Ginsburg is up in the top left, as always, of my uh, of my screen. Dave, good to see you. Good to see you, Chuck. Good to see the panel. I'm glad to be here and uh, look forward to some good topics this, this week. Uh, it's been a pretty busy week for Apple, actually. Definitely. Definitely. Um, on the other side at the top, Mr. Eric Bolton is here. This time he has forgone uh, birds and is now back to branches. Good to see you, Eric. Goldfinch. Oh, it is a goldfinch. I'm sorry. He's <laughs> invisible. Okay. Well, I exactly. thought I was for subtle, quiet bird. And yeah, it doesn't talk much, won't interfere. Okay. And hang out. Okay, good to know. I, yes, I'm sorry. I'm, I was so focused on the branch that I missed the bird. Yeah. That could be a show title. Um, Brian Flanagan Arthurs is here in, in the only tie of the evening. Brian, good <laughs> to have you. Thank you so much. So glad to be here. Hey, it's great to have you. Thank you. I think Ben Rathig is auditioning for – oh, he's – okay. We have another tie. <laughs> yeah. Woo. No sweatshirt tie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I th- he's, he's he is auditioning for the uh, Super Bowl halftime show. <laughs> it would probably be better than the one they have scheduled. Can't wait for that wardrobe malfunction. <laughs> <laughs> We're in trouble already. Yes, we are. Jeff Gammon has already offered uh, his his comment on comments on temporal physics. Jeff, good to have you. I'm surprised to be here. Also happy to be here. <laughs> Well, you keep letting me in. I do appreciate I, it, though. It's, it's great to, to get to hang out with you. If for no other reason than just for entertainment purposes, it's good to have you. I'll take it as I can get it. <laughs> Jim Ray is here as well. Jim, good to have you. Good to be here. You're looking challenge well. tonight is to see if uh, you can tell any difference between me with brain damage and just me in general. Any well, other day. Hopefully that it wasn't a whole lot of damage, but I'm I'm glad that you were able to join us and did, we're not we're not injured too severely. We'll see. 
Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> Mr. Mark Fuccio is here as well. This time, I should know who that is, Mark, in your background, but I'm really not sure. I'm sorry. What? Oh, that's uh, Ludwig von Beethoven. Beethoven. As he oh, was. okay. He was, he was no. born, you know, uh, 16th, four days from now. Way back when, oh. in 1770. Okay. No one now. Sorry. So no we're coming up. I mean, you know, a couple of years ago on your Mac Voices Christmas uh, gift guide, I recommended, uh, I think, two different uh, versions of his complete works. And, uh, you know, then as now, still worth uh, listening to and celebrating. So uh, he's the background of the night. Good job. Good job. Chuck, I like it. When, when you're listening to those albums, you have to play them loud, just like he did. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I I do play I things loud. Horn. What'd you say? I do play things loud, Jeff. It's just not Beethoven. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. And absolutely, last but not least, sneaking in under the wire after a little camera <laughs> problem. Guy Searle. Guy. Hi. Good, hey, good to have you. Good Thank to have you. you. It's good to be here. Yeah. Glad you made good it. Good to be half seen. <laughs> half, oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yes, we got we got a lot of stuff to get through tonight. I a lot of things I want to hear your thoughts on, but I feel like the the first thing we have to talk about is Beeper and what all has happened because Beeper seems to come, Beeper seems to go. Now Apple has apparently blocked it. Beeper, the last I heard, and I don't know, maybe it changed today uh, since. But Ben, you are you up on this because has something else developed today? Um, the last time I checked, they had themselves unblocked by disallowing numbers and requiring a sign-in. That was the last right. thing I saw, requiring an, an your Apple ID. Mm-hmm. Right. Do we really need to tell anybody why that's a bad idea? <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Terrible idea. You know, I, so. so I, I have a question. Um, so... Did they do the th same thing that the other companies have done to? So they're they're not like having you log into their no server to. So they're actually going direct to Apple servers with the login. Mm -hmm. Well, they were. They, well, they were originally, but they but they were spoofing uh, or forging uh, certificates, and Apple shut that down. Right, and so I'm just trying to figure out how they're getting people to be able to log in with an Apple ID uh, now. I know I could probably read the articles, but <laughs> Jeff, who well, has time for that? Well, I tell you, I haven't, I haven't seen the mechanics of that. All I've seen covered is that you have to give them your Apple ID. So I don't know what the mechanics are after that. Cause it, it is specifically said Apple ID. It has not said password. So I, I'm, I admit I'm a little confused too. And so if we're all confused, think what everybody else is. But you just use the key word, in my opinion, and that's forged. Right. You know, so if, if they were forging it before, what are they doing now? And also, apparently now they're saying that it's now free, whereas last week it was a pay-for service. Yeah, they turned that around quick. Yeah, <laughs> my, my guess is – they had attorneys tell them, no, 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 no. Stop charging for this right now. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Uh, so what's the point for them? What's in it for them? Apple IDs. 
with or without a password. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. Um, Guy, you're implying they're scammers. I don't know if that's. I don't know anything the, about the organization, but uh, you know, um, the the person that's uh, running up the company, I can't remember who it is. I but I do remember they're it's actually the guy who owned Pebble. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so someone who yeah, has so- a history of being legit. Yeah, not the social network Pebble. The uh, the watch the, the Pebble watch. Oh, that successful device. Yeah. Well, it was success. It was relatively successful until yeah. the Apple Watch came out and trounced until it. it but, wasn't. You know. Yeah. I mean, it just got outclassed. But it was still. I mean, I I wore a Pebble for over a year, and I I know a lot of people that did. So I'm not ready to say that was a failure. It just got. It it was groundbreaking and it got replaced by something better called the Apple yeah. Watch. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, t- it took an arrow in the chest. So, you know, what are you going to do? I think I think going back to Beeper, um, you know, I think you know much has been made about, and you know, we've had uh, U.S. senators you know chime in that you know this is bad behavior by big bad monopolistic Apple. But I, I think the fact of the matter is, it's their servers, you know. Forget what the app is. It's their servers. They get to determine who gets to use it under what conditions. And and Mark, I, I agree. I'm, yeah, I'm so glad mm-hmm. you brought that up because this, the senator in question was Elizabeth Warren. And, you know, she was touting the very lightweight feeling that, well, you know, green bubbles, blue bubbles, you know, why is Apple making it insecure to chat? Every, every, chat should just work for everybody. Apple, which, uh, sorry. I'm talking well, it's, it, no, no, it's just so simplistic that, and, and it clearly is someone who doesn't understand the implications. And by the way, you know, if if she would leave her key under her mat, I'm sure we'd all be happy to uh, <laughs> to you know go in and you and relax on her sofa to, to, to mean, back up to back up her jewelry and china and silverware, right? <laughs> well, you're a backup location. <laughs> you know, well, uh, Chuck, what I'm hearing is you're telling me and everyone in this audience that politicians don't understand technology. And I'm sorry, I've got to draw the line there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I've really missed you guy. Yeah. And and guy, that's kind of the point, you know, it's like, this just felt like so much grandstanding that, you know, and well, of course it is. I, you know, I, I hate that. I'd like to think that some, sometimes these comments are made with the best of intentions, but this just seemed like one of her pet things is always anti-tech, anti-big company. And so, and and she mm-hmm. just, in, in in my humble opinion, because of her lack of understanding, which was so much on display, she did herself more harm than good. Yeah, I mean, honestly, from a practical standpoint, what a single politician says is kind of immaterial right now. Um, the bigger issue will be how the how uh, the EU weighs on this. Didn't I hear on Mac OS Ken on Monday, I think, that uh, the EU said that, you know, iMessage, you know, is below whatever their threshold is, you know, for being an essential service, you know, and hence de- deeming worthy of being regulated. I don't know about iOS Ken, but I, I did read that a week or two ago. Yeah, I, th- I think they, they apparently dodged that bullet. I'm not entirely sure, you know, whether it's right or wrong. I'm not entirely sure bringing up a concern and trotting it out there potentially for some benefit um, is necessarily bad. I mean, technically, if things work correctly, 
the next step would be to hold hearings and then have a bunch of people chat about it and then say, okay, it's not an issue. That part isn't necessarily a bad thing. You know, I, I'm sort of in favor of occasionally trotting out some hearings, explaining what everything means, occasionally putting out some suggestions about kind of directions we might want to go in, and then everybody can you know put their two cents worth in. So having a concern about an issue or a concern about a company or a concern about large companies or whatever, you know, I, I guess I like to give at least a little bit of a benefit of the doubt, even if somebody is wrong, as long as there's a venue for more information to come out. So, well, you know, broad strokes, politicians using broad strokes talking about technology is fine. It's, it's when they focus on single issues that they end up sounding so very stupid. So for Elizabeth Warren or, or any of the, the senators or house speakers to come out and say, well, this is a concern because of issue X, Y, Z and technology. Yeah. You know, if, if you don't understand the tech and you don't understand the implications of what it is that you're saying, then you probably shouldn't say it and at least talk to someone who's a little more knowledgeable about the topic than to just come out with broad strokes and say, well, you know, green bubbles, blue bubbles, if, if you don't know what the implications are of those green bubbles and blue bubbles. Oh, you mix them and you get a yellow bubble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Eric, to be clear, you, you're referring to the, uh, to, to, the, to the beeper situation, not to the UK situation. Well, it kind of, it's 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 beeper in this case it might have been like chat gpt in another case it might be european regulation that then the us tries to do something you know in each of the different cases there you know somebody comes up and has a concern i would much prefer they have a concern they chat about it they have some hearings there's feedback that says nope this doesn't make any sense and then they let it go as opposed to just trotting about trotting out a bunch of regulation that you then have to try to fix and roll back because they managed to sneak it in on some bill. Think of the children. Now, (laughs) who who else in Congress would bring it up as an issue? Yeah, that seems to be her, one of her things. If it's a large company that's doing something that's an issue, it gets talked about as long as it gets talked about, dealt with, and you know, then you can move on. I, I guess I think the bo- or, go ahead, Jim. Well, I, I, I've been a fan of Elizabeth Warren in the past, but uh, as far as I'm concerned, she just completely uh, messed up here. And you know, starting with why is this a post on Twitter? Uh, why is she even on Twitter? And it's such a uh, a simplistic, you know, basically she's like, yeah, Apple shouldn't protect their servers against hacking. Really? That's, that's the stand you want to take on this. So, you know, it'd be one thing if she was, you know, proposing a committee meeting or something, but this post that she made on Twitter, it was just nonsense. And yeah, I think it made her look dumb. And, and the thing that bothered me the most about it though, is it felt like she was advocating and look, maybe she didn't understand this, but yeah, she's she, advocating somebody forging credentials. 
using yeah. somebody else's server. That's why I made the comment about the key under her mat. You know, it's not like Beeper was using Beeper services and was, you know, performing some esoteric magic. They were, you know, they were leveraging Apple servers for which they're not paying. Mm-hmm. And that just felt like way out of bounds. I mean, it, it's sort I, of like endorsing Waz for phone freaking back in the 70s <laughs> and saying, you know, that should, that should be okay. I mean, yeah. yeah, that was cool, Waz, but yeah, I don't think senators should be endorsing that. Yeah. Well, this isn't the first time that there have been comments where Apple's been lumped in with a bunch of other tech companies because they're a large tech company and whatever Apple's doing really had nothing to do with whatever the issue is. That mistake has been made before. So I don't know if it's a staff problem where they need somebody that's got more knowledge or just bringing up an issue because it's fall and it's something to talk about. So, Jim, yeah, I, I agree. It's wrong in this case. I guess I don't want to cons- I don't want to discourage people from at least chatting about it. It would be nice for somebody to, you know, come out and say, yeah, no, we were wrong on this one. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, again, it'll be interesting to watch how it, how it goes forth. But I think it's fair to say that not that giving your Apple ID to anybody is not a great idea. And until no. we get a lot more information about how this is working, please be careful out there. Yeah. Yes. I guess you could set up a throwaway Apple ID. Yeah, not use it for point? anything else. Yeah, but what's, I mean, you, then to be why? able to use it to chat with people. Just use it for this. I mean, it's not going to be less secure than SMS messaging. Then why not just use some you, other you, service you, that doesn't require well, an Apple because, ID? Well, because... Because they want to be in group chats and things like that with uh, a bunch of people that have iPhones. I, I, you know, I'm not saying people should do this or that this should be allowed, but that's, I think, the motivation for, uh, you know, people in North America have a lot of uh, acquaintances and friends that and family that are on iPhones. And if you're not on an iPhone, then you know you can't really participate in group chats and and stuff like that. So this is a way to do that. I mean, you know, I think it'd be great if Apple did come out with an Android app. I I, I kind of think it's a mistake on Apple's part, but that's Apple's, you know, that's Tim Cook's call to make, not mine. Um well it's one of the it's one of the reasons to buy an iPhone. So if you come out with a good service that also benefits Android, then that's one less reason to buy an iPhone for people. So I get well, it. It I, you know, I I, I you know, devil's advocate, advocate, you know, as an iPhone user, it would be useful to me if I could chat and, you know, have Android people in group chats and not, you know, have to pay SMS rates and, and whatnot. So, um, you know, it's not just a benefit. Um, but, you know, like I said, it's Apple's call to make, you know, Apple is paying for the servers. It's Apple's protocols. Um, you know, it's, you know, I I would like to think that I would make a different choice, but on uh, if I was Apple management, but I'm not Apple management, and they know things I don't know as well. Craig in the chat room says, "Are we really interested in user experience for all?" Well, like I said, no, it, no, no. I, you know, I think it, it degrades my saying, user experience too. Yeah, Chuck, I think he's saying user experience being equal for all. Oh, you're right. Thank you. Thank you. The, yes. Are we, so, you know, that, that's, 
it's a fair question, but I mean, Apple is that, not. That's up to that's, the people Apple's that make not, Android phones and and, yeah. and the Android OS. Well, that's right. That's I not, mean, that then, shouldn't be up to Apple. Yeah, then there's no differentiation. I mean, if that's the case, then everybody should get one one user interface. And there should be no multiple companies or anything, or wouldn't be. So, I, well, I mean, there can be, but it's, well, it's, it's up. To, it's, it's up to those companies to enhance the user experience. It's not up to mm-hmm. Apple. Well, no, I, I, I think, but you're you're missing out that network effects, and this is an interoperability thing. It's kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, the phone system. You used to be able to, you know, you had to buy your phone from the phone company, and you know, you couldn't even connect an answering machine or you know, a cordless phone or anything, you you know, it was, it was like model T's, whatever color you wanted, as long as it was black. Um, and you, you couldn't even buy a phone, you know, you could only rent them from the phone company. So, and, you know, yeah, sure. I, actually, you could buy a phone, but you couldn't connect it to the network. So it, it wasn't worth anything. So this is a case where the value is the network. Um, so there's nothing that on the Android side that they could do other than this kind of forging credential type of thing to connect. And, you know, the other thing would be to make a good system that was so good that uh, iPhone users would drop using iMessage and, you know, use some other system, which apparently in most of the world, that's what happens. This is really mostly a North American issue because people use WhatsApp and Signal. There's an app for that. It's called WhatsApp. You just, just I, I just said that. Yeah, that, that's it. Um, there, there, there are options. So, um, yeah, I and and Jim, I your point is not lost on on me, and I'm sure it's not lost on others. That you know there would be a benefit to app to iPhone users or Apple users if Apple were to allow this or you know go that direction. So you know it almost depends on which way you want to spin it just like the the uh, i guess like the president of of beeper was spinning things you know trying to trying to make that point that well apple's apple's not servicing its customers to its best ability because they're not letting us and this is my my editorial comment you know, forge our way into their servers so you know. well and i think if apple ever did this they should charge for it on non uh apple platforms um which is would be an interesting way to go. Yeah. So that's, you know, I, like, why does that Apple, why did they do this originally? And, and um, <clears throat> why do they continue to do it? I think originally they were kind of trying to break the carrier monopoly on SMS systems, mm-hmm. which were horrible and expensive and, and, and whatnot. So I, I message came along and, you know, wow, this is great. I can, I can send unlimited text to other iPhone users. And it doesn't cost me anything. And, you know, the way pictures work is better and group chats is, you know. Um, so there was like basically nothing. Um, so, you know, now I don't know, like, does Apple really sell that many extra phones? Do people actually, a significant number of people actually be like, I'm going to buy an iPhone because I want iMessage? Um, maybe so, but I, I don't know. And I, I wonder how much it costs Apple to run the service too if if you believe what they tell us about the kids you know the kids want the blue bubbles then the answer is yes i don't know that any of us would buy well, i mean there's there's bubble, there's lots of reasons to buy an iphone so yeah but, um, but that seems to be a driving you know, force th- so, maybe yeah mark last word and then we'll move on 
Yeah, I just I was just thinking about this uh, this beeper thing and sort of thinking about why would anyone want to create an app, you know, in such a dicey area. And the only the only theory that I can create, you know, that ex- explains the motivation is, you know, they're hoping to get acquired for you know, a princely sum by you know, Google or you know, somebody else in uh, a non-Apple phone ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Good point. Yeah, um, so that's why I think, you know, whoever was making the point about, you know, them making it free, uh, I don't think that's their objective, that they're hoping to make money off of selling this app. I think, you know, they're hoping that this is something that could, could get acquired and make them, you know, another round of uh, Google money. Because yeah. I think Google bought uh, Pebble. Did they not, Ben, or my, or did just Pebble disappear on their own? Um, Pebble was bought by, God, what was the one that, by Fitbit, which then mm-hmm. got bought by Google. Okay. Before we introduce the next topic, um, I want to mention that Webb Bixby couldn't be with us tonight, but he is in the chat room, and something we did not have on the slate, but Webb says he's using CarPlay in his Tesla and is working just fine. So I, huh? presume that, I presume that he has the YouTube app loaded, and that's how he's listening or hearing us, but he re- reports that CarPlay is doing great. Hey, hey so, Webb, I'll be watching I've YouTube say while you're in your Tesla. No, no, he has autopilot. It's fine. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> Thumbs so up. Web, you know, to, so, Webb, you know, I'd ask you, you know, so I heard this on Ken Ray's uh, Mac OS Ken podcast this morning is, you know, he reported that it's out there and he welcomed users who are listening to his podcast in their Tesla to take a, you know, a, a screenshot and send it to him. So, yeah, that was the uh, podcast yeah. app that came to, to, yeah. to, to cut Tesla. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Why in park? I, well, I, exactly. I, I, so go think, ahead. Um, so Webb, if you listen to Mac OS Ken, shut the hell up, guys. Let me speak. You know. <laughs> so so Webb, if you listen to Mac OS Ken, uh, you know, I'm sure he would appreciate uh, you know getting your photo. And hopefully his OS won't crash. Amen. I, I think um, if he's using CarPlay, it's got to be a hack. There are hacks to do that, but you can't uh, get that from Tesla. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you can. That's what the whole point is. You know, Tesla's no, not no podcast, not CarPlay. It was yeah, it was part of podcast. So it just may have been a misspeak. So anyway, we're going to move on. Maybe he's beta testing. Well, there there are hacks. There are hacks that people have done. The Mac Voices panel was back next time to talk about Apple's latest efforts to keep your iPhone from being stolen. That's next time on Mac Voices. I'll see you then. As always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices each month. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.